0: Wait, okay, let's do a three, Okay, three part harmony. Hello, oh, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay, we were gonna okay,
1: do ohm you, or something. Okay. Supposed, do you, want me to say something too? Okay, so we're I'm gonna, gonna Listen, three part harmony. Hello, hello, hello.
0: Oh, okay. 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 okay, okay. I'm gonna go first. You ready? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we can go first. <laughs> oh, I thought we were like I thought you were all like stacking onto the melody. No, okay, no. okay, okay. 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 Hello,
0: hello. Oh, okay. It doesn't. You're going too slow. Wait. I'm the lowest one, so okay. I, I, Maybe I you should. It doesn't are, matter. Sorry.
1: Okay,
2: Megan, you, and then me. So
1: I go high, high. No, just do normal. Hello, hello, hello. 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 hello.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I can't do that. You can't? Okay, you start.
2: Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. you have to sustain it. (laughs) (laughs) Worst ever.
1: (laughs) Is this your worst day of your life?
2: Right now is the worst day of my life. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. I was curious. Okay, I'm done. All right, sorry. All right. Hi, welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. I'm Megan. I'm Patrick. <gasps> Hi, Pat Hi Patrick. Patrick. Welcome. Yeah. Aww, you're handsome. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. <laughs> okay, I need to figure out how we should share this microphone. I'm just going to kind of I think why don't you attach it to his sleeve and then lean on snuggle, him. Snuggle up.
1: Cuz that to me looks like the right length or distance from mouth to microphone Is ratio. He-
0: if you ever wonder why our episodes where we have guests sound like garbage, it's because we only know how to have two microphones at once. Okay.
1: Well, that looks like that looks like a good. No, we're good.
0: That oh, it's good. Great. That looks like it'll work just great. I'm just gonna snuggle right here, okay. up on you. If if you're, are you okay with that?
2: No. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> I'm like more like, am I okay
1: with Like,
0: I'm just saying over here. Just like, okay. i will <laughs> look gonna, at the chicken. i try not to make you uncomfortable, Megan, but... Okay. I can't
1: make any promises. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, just don't let your snuggling get too far.
0: Okay, no problem. Um, before we started recording, we were talking about... Uh, money. Mm. The root of the, all of the evil. The root of all the evil. Patrick and I were talking the other day about how wonderful it is to be what <laughs> I can't hear the word root. <laughs> dick root. Where are you going? <laughs> the dick
1: root of all evil. I don't think I've ever heard of dick root as a term. <laughs> but if that's anything like throwing
0: ropes,
2: no <laughs> that's what we've it's talked a-
1: about
0: it wasn't throwing ropes, it was shoot, shooting, shooting, oh, ropes. shooting ropes. Oh shooting
2: ropes. Shooting ropes. Throwing throwing ropes and is like something Spider
0: Man does. <laughs> Dick root is exactly what you would imagine. It like is. the base of the, 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 the bulbous root, base. Just the root where it where it comes apart from the shaft and looks, you know, root but like <laughs> Anyway, okay. what the fuck, what were we talking about before dick root? The root evil. Money. money, 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 the root
1: of all <laughs> the, evil.
0: The, the dick, dick root of, root of all the evil. The dick root of all evil. Oh, you and I were talking the other day about how wonderful it is being married and having separate bank accounts, mm, like I mm-hmm. highly suggest that yeah. to anyone yes. ever. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, it is. It's so easy now. To transfer money to each other. Mm -hmm. But it's so nice to be like, this is my fucking money. I'm just spending whatever the fuck I want. And it's nice for him to be able to do that. And me to be like, cool, man. Like, you just spent your money on something fun. Like, that's great. And not be like, um, we should probably save that. Or like, you know, just, uh... Well, we're what not- did you spend
2: $5.78 yeah. at the gas station for? Right. Fucking yeah. anything in the gas station is yeah. that much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I wanted a cookie or I needed this. It's like... <laughs> Patrick yeah. has
0: relationship PTSD just yeah. like I do. But, yeah. It freaks me out thinking about it because I used to get yelled at for buying groceries because his... Uh, card would get declined at the store when he was buying booze, you know, husband number two. Yeah. Sorry, husband number
2: two. Specify.
0: Um, (laughs) not Patrick. Yeah. Husband number two used to yell at me because he would go to the store to get his nightly booze and cigarette, like, haul that he would bring home and just drink until he was drunk and an asshole. He went to go get it and his card was declined because i had went and gotten bread and milk and rice and that kind of shit at the mm-hmm. grocery store and we like ran out of money at that point yeah and i got yelled at for that you know yeah for buying like literal essentials yeah so um we both know what it's like to have somebody watching your every move and it's terrible and we hate mm. it and we don't do that to each other I haven't yeah. had
1: that though. Ugh.
2: No. Every time I ever went to like so like whenever I would be at work.
0: With your ex. Yeah. Specify.
2: Specify with my ex. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jerry.
1: It's time to wake <laughs> up.
2: Um I wouldn't make or I wouldn't make lunch. I would typically go out and grab a quick bite. Mm-hmm. And the way that we they would do it is you could go to the commissary, or you could go to um, the uh, whatever it's called, whatever we call like have a cafeteria.
1: Cafeteria, you know, cafeteria. We
2: Yeah, we'd go to the cafeteria to get lunch, yeah, or breakfast, one of the two. Um, but if you were living, like if you were living outside of Post and stuff, they would charge you, and so you would, you know, if you didn't have like a you know, a card or whatever. You have to, like, show them, like, a um, dining hall. There you go. Dining hall.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, see? It's okay. I
2: figured it out myself.
0: Good job, sweetie. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, if you didn't have, like, a dining card or whatever, they would charge you money. And I'd get fucking blown up. I'd get fucking shotgun blasted as soon as I come back in. By your ex-wife? Yeah, by my <laughs> ex-wife. What the heck did you spend seven dollars on? It's Which like, is like ironic. Yeah, that I was like, lunch that's for to breakfast. Yeah, or, or you know, I had to get breakfast or I had to get lunch. And It's like you need to start making your own. It was like okay, so like I tried doing that for a while. I would just make you know a bulk amount of breakfast burritos, and uh, I, it was kind of a, a learning <clears throat> a learning curve for me. Yeah. Cause I would try to make enough to like last me for a week, you know, but there was a time where I was like, maybe I should try doing like pushing it like a week and a half, Mm. you know? And then I realized, you know, 11, you know, the 11th day, the 11th hour is, uh, when you will food poison yourself. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So I've done that to myself. Couple times,
1: so you weren't like free- freezing, <laughs> freezing no, no. some of them. You were no,
2: regular no. Leaving them and heating them up. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I, what?
1: Did I, was I talking this time or like? It's it's I guess this is like a bridge to a thought that I just had about somebody that I know that um, had like steaks of meat in the refrigerator that were like turning weird colors, mm. and like mm-hmm. we're talking about like being in there for I don't know like more than a week, like maybe like two weeks, Oof. and they thought that if they cooked the steak long enough that they would cook out the bacteria, oh no, and they fed it to like all of their roommates <gasps> oh, and everyone no. got food poisoning mm-hmm. and was, like uh, violently makes sick. Sense yeah anyway that just made me think of that Boil, boil, boil it. Up. like you could just boil cook it, it out cook like it cook out, cook out. Cook because you're not even supposed to have certain things in the refrigerator for very long and it's it's surprising that you can't have like pasta and rice and those kinds of things like in no, the refrigerator yeah. grow as long as you bacteria. would be able to have meat in the refrigerator mm-hmm. but they grow bacteria faster mm-hmm. but people don't think that they think like oh that's kind of what i've had to like help certain members of my fam. <laughs> household with mm-hmm.
0: is how long and something can be in the berry refrigerator bury it all in salt
2: put a put a breakfast burrito in a big jar of salt and be fine
0: neither one of us likes to take any chances with food that's yeah. been uh-uh. sitting for a yeah. little while we've both um had our fair share of food poisoning events mm-hmm. oh gosh and yeah. um i i'm not i can't i can't risk it mm-hmm. yeah Fuck no. Well, I had
1: another friend that their family member, like a mother, gave them some food that they'd been keeping, like kind of in a like a state of emergency sort of situation, like stockpile,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: like hoarding, hoarding food and gave them like some really super expired food we're talking like 2016 when it's like 2020 or something (laughs) like um Mm -hmm. and then um here like you guys are struggling like you know you need some food um here's like all these cans or i don't know what to do with them and then they ate them and made them like violently ill because they were so expired they were like like years and years expired Mm. like yeah, I don't I mean, I try to I'm not as I'm not as good as I'd like to think that I am. I'm like keeping on top of food that expires by any means, but um but like if it's been there for like five or six years, I would hope I would notice if it was yeah. like having to clean off like four layers of dust. But All you have
0: to do is watch an episode of Hoarders mm-hmm. drink a red bull and smoke some sativa some nice heavy sativa (laughs) while you're watching hoarders and you will go through all of your cupboards and get out all of the expired shit and dust them and put everything back and Mm. yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: well should we talk about patrick's first day of his life well I don't know if we want to talk about the actual Second. worst day of his life.
2: Should we Yeah, which one do you want?
0: Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you want? What do you want to talk about?
2: Uh I want to talk about sex, baby.
0: You. And me. oh, I mean, that's a that's a subject
1: that applies to many and sometimes often more than I mean there's like people who don't care about sex but if you want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) i have to check something really quick okay well we were talking about like the whole money thing earlier and i was thinking about like the shared bank accounts or what was that you were still you were i did
0: still have something i need to say about that okay um in raising sophie i'm really glad that dave is there again with learning about money and mm-hmm. like managing money and oh, handling sure. money because Patrick and I are both awful like we're not the worst but we definitely have that YOLO outlook on life right because of the fact that we like almost died we both have that like yeah hey, we've got extra money um you know of course like we talked about earlier first of all we you know donate to things. Mm-hmm. But we also plan some kind of fun vacation or so, like something to do with yeah. our kids or something memorable that something that um uh we try to make memories right rather than buy things. Mm-hmm. Um and we're both just uh bad at like planning for the future too far you know i'll have my retirement so
1: yeah like looking back on times like when savannah was little and stuff and like i wish that i would have probably made more importance on you know kind of trying to figure out clever ways of making money to like get her into a can't, like a summer camp or, you know, going on trips and stuff. Like, sh- like I don't really feel like, I feel like in the childhood years of Savannah and I, like, mm-hmm. we just really didn't get, we didn't get to go, you know. Yeah, to like, but,
2: but see, the thing is, is that nobody, like, they don't realize that. You know what I mean? Like they've got nothing um, to compare it to.
1: I think that they do, though yeah. later, because she has it, compare it to compare it to her friends or oh, fuck you know. That. So, but it is. I mean, true. Like if you're if you're growing up as a little girl and you're yeah. seeing all your friends and everyone else like going on family vacations and stuff, yeah. and you know, it's like they you come know. back from summer break, what? and it's like, what did that you do for that summer? My family uh, was broke. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, yeah, but I it didn't. I mean, again, I didn't really have much to compare it to. So, like, oh, even going well, to. I had stuff get, like, to
1: compare it to. Like, was going
2: like... to, you know, we had, <laughs> I had and... like aunts and uncles and stuff like that that had a lot more money than our family did. And so, any opportunity that we got to go out, like camping, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, my grandparents used to take me and my brothers, and, you know, when we were all younger and stuff out camping. And that was what was like a summer vacation yeah for us, like going out and doing that going out and sitting in the camper in the winnebago and you know going out to uh you know like lake city and, you know doing stuff like that and yeah, like I, I absorbed right more of that than i feel like most kids do yeah. if they're going every year to these extravagant you know thing is yeah
1: but at the same time though like if you can't even afford to take your kid to you know like a campground or take them to the park well yeah i mean i took yeah yeah, i mean i took savannah to the park and stuff but i'm just saying like when a child is growing up and they're Mm. going to school and they're talking amongst their friends like oh what'd you do you know like this summer there tends to be like a little bit of like a you know like I don't know. Like I think, like a, I, I missed out on something because you know all my mm. friends are talking about what they did this summer. They went to the. They went to oh, Disneyland. Yeah, they went to Disneyland. Mm. They, you that know, their parents true. took them. There's like, I, you know, like well, my mom took me to the park. Right. I don't know. So <laughs> for me, there's like a guilt that I feel that I didn't get to, um, you know, and I think, I think because of that, like, I don't. No, I know now, not like Savannah. I don't feel like she's like resentful about no, she it understands. now yeah. and understands, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, when you're going through it, there's yeah. like a combination of like a, a parental guilt plus whatever that child's coming home and being like, you know, yeah, Amanda's family just, you know, like but took them to, so it's like, I don't know. It's like there's like a guilt that goes with it.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I say fuck that because even the kids that, say that they got to go to Disneyland are going to, you know, and on, in that mindset, somebody saying, well, I got to go to Disneyland, there's going to be another kid that's like, well, I went to fucking Europe.
1: Right. Exactly. But I'm just saying as a parent though, like when you're going through it, you have, there's a sense of guilt, I think that you can't provide like the things that your kid comes home and is like, so, you know, like this is, this is cool now. Like this is the cool toy or I guess back in the day when I was like raising Savannah, social media wasn't also like blown up at that time, mm. so there wasn't that also like added pressure that I think comes from like seeing seeing and yeah. other people like berating people or yeah. you know if you know it's like I don't know everything's just so exposed. I
2: think that I think that breeds um, big dick mentality. If that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. So like, Probably. like
2: yeah. meaning like, well, my dick's bigger than yours. My dick's bigger than yours. My it's dick's like bigger than yours. Keeping it's up like, with
1: the Joneses. Exactly.
2: Or yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know, it's, and I, I think any person should, you know, when it comes to their kids, it shouldn't be about the quantity. It should be the quality. Mm-hmm. So, you know,
0: that's all they uh, really care about. That's is if you really drive. all they care Yeah, me.
1: and if you were there, I, I'm not.
2: Like I don't know. Like I've I've had I've had friends that got to go to you know Disney World and Disneyland and and get to go do you know cruises and you know or meet celebrities and things like that and mm-hmm. you know that all sounds cool but then you know at my age now I think back and I look at the. Um, the things that really stood out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like I went camping with my my dad once. We went out um, in Colorado. He rented an RV and we did a RV camp thing or whatever. And he bought me a buck knife, and I remember that now. You know, I I remember that quality time. I think it was like fucking eleven or twelve. You let me have a sip of his, what is it, a, uh a,
0: uh,
2: no, <laughs> uh, the M, is it, well, it's a Miller, is it a Miller High Life, the MGM, Miller Genuine G- Draft, yeah, MGD. MGD, MGD, you let me have a <laughs> okay. sip of that, <laughs> yeah, and, fucking 35 right now, I can still remember that, yeah, you know. Ugh! This is what people drink. Ugh! This is what a, you know. This yeah. is what adults drink. You won't catch me drinking a a Miller Genuine Draft right now. But <laughs> it's, it's why a, but not? it's like but it's like it's <laughs> yeah. it's one of those things. It's I feel like the parents um put more emphasis on the expectation than what the kids do because kids don't have an expectation. Mm-hmm. They know nothing of the world. They're absolutely blank slates. Yeah. So, you you know, friends might say Disney World, Disneyland, all this other stuff. But if they've never been, I mean, Disney World and Disneyland could be Walmart to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I do think and- it's
1: like where you're raised, though. Like, I think it's like if you're raised amongst a bunch of people that are constantly experiencing those kinds of things and you're like, you know, the one... Oh, of, I, yeah. I I think I think that it does become kind of like I'm just speaking for kids that just yeah. grew when you up and
0: then when you eventually do you get, get it, go, it's so special. Yeah,
1: you get it and you you like I, you get it later and you do realize that like those mm-hmm. moments that you're talking about mm-hmm. are super important and way more important than anything else and like yeah. the things that you hold on to and those kinds of that sort of thinking, but like there are just there's just like. You have to consider though that not everybody is in that that has that those kinds of opportunities. It,
2: it really breaks down to the experience with the parents and what kind of parent you are. It doesn't matter about the surroundings. Yeah. If you're a good parent, like, you know, if if you're a good parent but poor,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I think most kids would take that over a shitty parent. Who has a lot of money?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so but you don't get to pick and choose, though. Your parents. No.
2: Yeah, but you were a good parent. Yeah.
1: Like, well, I feel like I was a good a, par- a good enough parent with what I, you know, had. My experience was totally different growing up yeah. than what I tried to be as, like, as a parent. Yeah. But kind of give you a
2: baseline as to what not. Yeah, what but to like to do and what not to do.
1: Yeah, know? but I mean, there's there is still like this like underlying sort of. Um, like I was talking about based off of like my experience. Cause I, my experience was, is that, um, like I, you know, lived in a, I, I would say like a, like a, maybe like a, not like, maybe even like lower middle-class, but not like, you know, like poverty neighborhood, maybe middle-class neighborhood in California from like the time I was like in preschool until I was like in fifth grade and a lot of the parents and families and stuff that lived in that neighborhood were very like solid, and they all had you know like uh like in my my experience it was very very seldom that there was like like divorced parents or people that had like you know issues mm-hmm. with um like i don't know it was it there's was no it was also drama. 1980s you know so it's just mm-hmm. like this weird kind of yeah it was no so drama there's like suburban neighborhood all the neighbors knew each other every time like the power would go out in california like all the neighbors would get together and kids would come out and play and stuff but I really did feel like as a kid growing up and not because of any kind of poverty situation at that time at that time it felt like it was like a whatever was going on in my ho- own home or household was different than what I would experience like going over to a friend's house which was more like a emotional like like our, our house had internal like drama or fucked upness I would go over to a friend's house, and it was like, Mom and Dad, loving. Like, it would be like mm. like me being, like, one of Sophie's friends coming over and hanging out with you as opposed to, like, staying home we and dealing. with on
2: the most immaculate show. show. Yeah.
1: Well, it would be like that. Like, and I would want to <laughs> hang out there for days. Like, I would want to hang out with you guys for mm. days. But in reality, like, what, even though maybe on the outside materialistic world, it looked like we were okay. Like, the minivan or, you know, it was like. Mm-hmm. Like, clean clothes or, you know, like, mm-hmm. whatever, those kinds of things. But then, like, later, like, when I was in high school, it was, like, when, you know, things became, like, a poverty level. Mm-hmm. And it was just the things that my, my for me, it was, like, my what well, my high school friends were experiencing. Like, going and mm-hmm. doing, you know, and I didn't want, like, I still had this, like, exterior to kind of, like, I don't know, like, hold on to. like of Like, I'm still you know, like I did, I was ashamed, like I was ashamed that my mom or my brother, my mom and my brother were like living in a, you know, like a homeless shelter kind of thing. And that their friends, I was still going to the school with the wealthy kids, but I was, I was putting on a show because I didn't want them to know, you know, Mm. but it was disappointing within me that like, I wasn't having the same experience anymore. Like I Mm. wasn't getting this, you know, like not that I don't, I don't know that I would have gotten those experiences of like spring break or, you know, having, you know, nice clothes or any of that mm. at that point. But it, it felt like this weird, like I had a resentment towards my parents at that point for, you know, like making it hard for me in that way. Well, it's like a spoiled, probably a spoiled kid kind of feeling like, why isn't my life, like, why am I not living in the country club? Like, why Mm -hmm. am I not getting to go graduate? Why am I not getting to go to this college? Why is no one giving, you know, it was like this weird thing. So I felt like I had to like, try to, um, not only like shield Savannah from like, just kind of like a, a false sense of security, you know, Mm -hmm. with like thinking that you're going to be okay. Like, you know, you're Parents are doing well, like life's fine, you know, because it really, any given moment, like anyone can become, go into that situation. Anyone can become like homeless really quickly.
0: Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it does
1: not really take much to suddenly not know, even Mm. though the rest of your life has been full of security. And I just don't think that, like, that's maybe why, um, like, it's just like, like, I get particularly like fired up about people that have like accusations or thoughts or opinions about people and their financial situation at any given time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it just seems to me like you know um
0: it's nobody's business
1: it's yeah and like i said you know like rejoice for the people when they're doing well but Mm -hmm. i don't know where i went off on another strange tangent but i was just thinking about like being a parent I just, you know, I didn't want Savannah to not be able to take part in certain things or whatever. I don't
2: think, I think most you parents know? are like that. I think most parents want the best mm-hmm. of for their kids. Um, and it's kind of a double-edged sword. Because at the same time, you know, the even kids that have everything have something to complain about. Right. They always, they always figure yeah. out something to complain about. You know, kids are kids.
1: Well, people mm-hmm. are people too. Like, yeah. I feel like even people that have everything still have something to complain about yep. or it's not enough for them or they have to fulfill it in some yeah. other means, exactly.
2: you know? Exactly, exactly.
1: It's like never, there's just that, like the whole thing, like the money or it's always just, you know, like you could spend it on 80 million different things or think mm. that you're helping people if you have like an endless supply of it. Mm. But like, does it ever really like invoke any kind of happiness?
2: I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so either. I think I'd be pretty happy if I was like snorting a fat line off of a fucking racehorse's dick, you know, surrounded by surrounded by Brazilian
1: models. Yeah, like for that dick. moment yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Are you okay. really going to feel happy telling church? My heart hey, rate church. would be up. Yesterday, I went to the racetrack and I snorted oh, okay, a line yeah. off a horse's dick. Wow. I was surrounded by Brazilian are you Are you okay with that? Yeah. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That sounds nice. Jeez, I'm <laughs> proud of you.
1: That's
2: all I've ever wanted is you just to say you're proud of me.
0: That you're impression <laughs> of me? Yeah. Oh. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I, okay, guys. Okay, you I was going to
1: you get into this one. bed? Yeah, You're not? making
0: yourself real comfy. I don't make, Megan and I never get into it. We just foot snuggle sometimes. We did foot snuggle. Yeah. There's
2: no foot snuggle underneath the sheets. No. No. fucking weird?
1: Mm-hmm. Totally weird, but we didn't foot
0: snuggle under the sheet. So, we have Patrick here. What should we call him? Because Kenny got to be called Big Daddy. Wasn't well, he called Peepaw? Oh, yeah. Peepaw? Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's
0: fine. We've got Peepaw here. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, I asked in our Facebook group and on my Instagram if anyone had any questions for you mm. while we're recording with you. Mm. So, I'm going to ask you all of these questions, okay? Is
2: there like two?
0: There's one. (laughs) It's from from Kenny.
2: Is it really? Yeah.
0: Kenny Lane asks When you get into an argument with your wife, why are you right and she is wrong?
2: I mean, that would entail that I get in arguments with my wife. (laughs) Fuck you, Kenny.
0: No, but we genuinely haven't been in an argument. No. The biggest
2: We have conversations. Yeah. And usually if like it's a discussion that I don't know, I feel like I know something about, but then in turn I don't, then I admit it. I'm like, "Oh, wow, well, I definitely thought it was something different." You know.
1: Yeah, what's your reaction time for that?
0: Quick.
2: Pretty quick. Yeah.
1: Then that's good practice that like, I mean, when alludes to good practice, yeah, I don't harbor, I don't
2: harbor yeah. like bad thoughts or you know, I don't go to sleep thinking that fucking bitch, you yeah, know? but I don't like, think
1: that's easy for like, I know you, you're you a, a rare specimen, but I don't, I don't think, feel like that, yeah, but. but well, but I don't think that's easy for a lot of people, like, just based off of ex- like, um, well, uh, yeah. no, but not example, but like, um, observation, I guess, for you. people. Um,
0: You and Shannon saw us get into, like, probably one of the most serious discussions we've gotten into ever.
2: Was it? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which was just like him coming in here and saying, hey, something's bothering me. I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He talked to me about it. I told him, shit, you're totally right. I'm sorry. I fucked up. Thank you for telling me. Won't happen again. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Boom, and she squashed over.
1: Yeah. And she said that was like good communication. Mm
2: hmm. Are you talking about the meal thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't put a lot of weight into those kind but of But you
1: should. You should. Like, if, I mean, to me, you should. Well, yeah. No, if I mean, like, like if, some,
2: if something's wrong, or if, like, I feel like, um, I don't know, like, hey, just next time for future reference or something like that, you know, let me, let me know.
1: Yeah. You know, but as, that's not what I meant. Like uh, I meant in weight in terms of like how you, you guys are a good example for right. other people Oh. that have poor communication skills. Mm. Like when you're able to see somebody else, like you guys having good communication skills, it helps people that are struggling with, poor communication skills at times you guys have good communication skills everyone knows that but it's like not everyone knows how to it may come easy for you and Mm -hmm. you don't put a lot of weight on it but you should put a lot of weight on it because you're giving a good example to people that are like trying to learn off of your example
0: we are teaching people how to love how to communicate does that make sense
1: like i because I feel like oh, people Kenny inspiring. and I have incorporated your guys' communication skills, yeah because I'll use you guys as a reference when he and I are talking about something that's like uncomfortable or difficult yeah. difficult, and like it's been helping our it's been helping our relationship like I don't know if that may sound
0: weird no but a lot, it really um, has a lot of problems like I know a lot of people have like a lot of friends that talk to them about anything that they're going through. I don't have a lot of those. Like, it's mostly just you. <laughs> well, but but it, most of your specific yeah. problems are solved by me telling you, just go talk to that person. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. That's go what tell- I'm saying. I'm
1: trying to, like, say that. I appreciate your guys' ability yeah. to be a good example of that. But when you... I guess I, I misinterpreted when Patrick said he, he holds no weight in that. Yeah. But to me, it's something worthy of weight because it's showing other people... How to do things in a way that doesn't have to be like crazy and combative yeah you don't have to have a relationship that's like somebody checking your every move your every you know like you, you know spending fight. or you know like yeah. how you did something like somebody like microscoping it. and i don't i feel like for the most part kenny and my relationship is really good yeah mm-hmm. it's just those moments of miscommunication is right. usually based off of his or my prior relationship yep you learned skills and so we're
0: you're he, assuming he,
1: yeah he or I are still trying to communicate like we would if we were communicating with like x person mm-hmm. but we're not those people right so it's like clashing yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's you're, like but you I feel give like
0: your new person a chance to just be
1: them. Yeah. And that's kind of like when you guys are talking about, I was thinking about like Kenny are not, Kenny and I are not married, but like with finances and stuff, or can we talk about that again? Just like really quick. I think that's a big, huge thing that people usually have problems with. It, oftentimes when it's like always communication, trust or money, it's always like, those are like, like relationship issues that mm. recur.
0: And I think when you communicate often and well, all the time then you trust each other really yeah. easily and when you don't involve yourselves in each other's money if you can help it then it's really easy to just not argue about money as long as you as long as each one is yeah doing what they can you know like we pay for different things you know like
1: it's easy to say like so like so many years ago I didn't I didn't have the same feeling about like Concern about money or things like that. So I would have been like, oh, yeah, I'll, you know, join a bank, a joint bank account with you. Yeah. And then fuck later, that shit. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But like if, if you've already been spending your monies or money in ways, no, I like monies, that monies if you've already been spending your monies in ways that worked for you before when you were dating, that shouldn't have to change suddenly. When you're married right nobody should be unless you want to do like in my opinion if you want to do like a joint account where it's just everything going into the pot for like the essentials bills bills, rent all that kind of thing if that's what works for people then having that one said joint account but if that's not what works for people then but i think personal spending should always just be separate like personal spending should be separate and the essentials should be paid for and if one person wants to pay for the essentials solely, then the, the purpose of the other person is to pick up the fun stuff, right. like the entertainment or whatever. And they get to sort of like dictate that. Yeah. But if that doesn't work for those people, cause that's kind of like what Kenny and I do, like he pays for the essentials and then I pay for groceries, yeah. fun. Exactly. what we. And do. I like monitor that, yeah. you know, but I also ask pay my own bills so it's like I have to figure that in but I know what anything extra from what are my is for
0: fun and groceries right
1: fun and groceries and that's the thing like if I have too much money on my hands I'll spend too much like I know that about me and that's what I've been like trying to prove to myself at work lately with tips like I keep setting my tips aside and I've never done that before because I've never made tips like from previous jobs so it's like this is like my first tip making job So, usually, I use my tip money as, like, fun money. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I can go buy some weed candy with this money. I can go buy a Red Bull. Like, I just pay with with my tips. Yeah. So, I've never actually tried to save them, and I've been saving them this month, and it's, like, a weird feeling because I can see them in the jar. Yeah. Like, I can see them accumulating. I like it because I know that's, like, you know, building, but I also know it's taking away from some of our extra fun money because usually you know no, you're that's just part saving of fun your money fun. too you're saving, yeah, your saving fun the money fun money for, for trips later. and later and stuff but it's just like i do like being held more accountable about money than people that just have like no thought about it
0: yeah
1: like i like i do like thinking about it and that's kind of like i don't know a reason why i personally am not saying that like you know I, I don't know there's anything wrong with people that live with, like, no um, concept of money. Like, I don't think that makes them, like, a bad person. No. But I personally would not want to live my life because I'm so, you know, thoughtless about things unless I make myself thoughtful about them. Um, I'd rather, like, be thoughtful about money. So yeah. I, um, 12 hours and 55 <laughs> minutes of my feelings about
0: that let me just say we've been talking about money forever
1: well I just feel like if anybody else is listening I do feel like people struggle with that so much like it's such a weird thing yeah I hope you didn't delete the part where you guys talking about your ways of doing stuff too because I think that is helpful
0: I may have but we'll see did you
1: I don't know, but I just think that's helpful. Like, just
2: deletes things. (laughs) Well, don't delete
1: them without, like, I don't know.
0: I'm done. I'm done deleting. (laughs) Okay. I'm done deleting, guys. But I thought that was
1: essential because you guys do things some way that might work for some people. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not going to believe this. (gasps) What? You know how I normally struggle with the d Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not going to believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation.
0: Oh no. (laughs) Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. Okay. Let me just tell you a little bit about it, okay? Okay. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel.
1: Yeah. Does colon broom also help boost energy? Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and
0: fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Here, give it to her.
2: Future Cherish. You're going to probably be laying in bed right now Mm -hmm. looking at this, and I'm going to be asleep. You should roll over and start tugging on my pud.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you.
1: God. (laughs) Okay. On my pod. <laughs> that's,
0: that's a so term gross. that my family used
1: it use was so gross that, Who yeah used? like my family used to use that like, tugging <laughs> on the pod <laughs> no way Pod-tugger. try the georgians or the or georgia
2: not Georg- georgians
1: georgians The not the georgians but the georgians yeah <laughs> georgian crackers oh i hate it my mom says that too she said to my brother Shane, "Quit tugging on your pad!" It's like when he would like when he was like a toddler and he'd be yanking on his balls back or whatever. Oh God. And then I had an Uncle Pud. And then there's like the Pud when you're driving, like the Pud 101 or Pud One or whatever when you're driving up to like Hoodsport. Like they have like it's the it's their electrical system Pud, oh, okay. but it looks like Pud. So I think about <laughs> tugging your pud every time I drive by there. Gross. But I've never heard anybody else, well, outside of my family. Look at you, what you guys Way have to go. in common. Way to go. Okay. All right.
0: So. <laughs> so you're tugging your pud. You're tugging your pud and, you're you're your pud sitting, and the fire's happening. Uh-huh. So the primary story I wanted you to tell, even though I ha- you have many stories, the main story I wanted you to tell was... Um, The house fire.
2: Mm. (laughs) So I had this, we had this place out in Colorado Springs. It was a, in a cul-de-sac and, um, my ex-wife told me at three o'clock in the morning, she woke me up and she said, Hey, it looks like the backyard is glowing. It looks like somebody is setting off fireworks. So I got up to go look out the window And it looked like the backyard was on fire, like somebody was shining a bright light. We had, you know, reds and yellows and everything glowing up the the back back fence. So I ran outside to go look, and sure as shit, the side of the house was engulfed in flames. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I ran back inside, and I screamed, get everybody out of the fucking house. You know, at the time we had Murdoch and our other dog and, you know, my ex-wife and my son. My son and the two dogs being asleep the entire time throughout all of this, not even realizing wow. what was going on. So she started waking everybody up and piling them out into the front yard. Um, I ran outside to the front to help her get our son in his car seat and get the two dogs in the back mind you this is a uh it was a ford escape mm. yeah it was like a 2013 or something like, like a that small
0: SUV? yeah a
2: small suv How so
0: murdoch even fit in the back of that
2: murdoch murdoch and our other dog fit pretty good in the back seat wow. or well not the back seat the the, the very the very very back yeah. the um what do you call that? The cargo area or whatever. Um, and I was in nothing but my, <laughs> I was in nothing but my little ranger panties at the time. Mm-hmm. I had no shirt, nothing. Gosh. <laughs> February time frame in Colorado, snow on the Ew, ground. It's going to like
0: chills just thinking about it. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, her thyroid.
1: Yeah, don't get my thyroid activated. Yeah. Or unactivated, I
2: guess. So we got everybody in the car, and I remember my ex-wife saying, Hey, we need to grab some important things. And I ran back in there, and the house was completely engulfed in smoke on the inside. It smelled terrible. I don't know if you've ever had to deal with uh-huh. what, like, burning insulation and, oh, like, no. burning plastic smell. But it, like, goes Sounds into like your fat, lungs yeah. immediately. And it feels like you've smoked a thousand cigarettes all at once. Hi, And I ran back out. And as I was running back out and throwing things into the car, into, like, the, you know, the extra space that we had... uh my son starts saying, Oh, you
1: stink, oh it smells so bad. Jeez. Oh,
2: <laughs> and I looked back to see Murdoch, uh-huh. the great Dane, shooting diarrhea up
1: oh, the
2: back windshield.
0: Yeah.
2: Like all the way up yeah. the back windshield. And his ears down and him looking at me, like, look at control it. I'm a yeah. fucking idiot. You know? Oh
1: yeah. He's probably like stress diarrhea. Oh
2: my god, it was terrible. He was
1: he was asleep. He was he asleep 15 up. minutes earlier. Yeah. And
2: now all of a sudden he's shooting diarrhea. Yeah, he probably like inside of this windshield. Yeah. On the inside, my son is Like, laughing, crying, and gagging at the same time. (laughs) My ex-wife is screaming. Mm -hmm. I'm in my, like, essentially underwear out in February in (laughs) Colorado in snow. Yeah. And my house is on fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, the only thing that is glowing and keeping... Like, the area illuminated is my house being engulfed in flames. Right. And so I grabbed Murdoch by his leash and pulled him out. And to help him finish shitting. And the whole time I was talking to him, I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. I'm going to beat you so badly. (laughs) I'm going to strangle you out in the snow. And in my fury... Huh. I get a tap on my shoulder and it's some fucking broad <laughs> from the news station <laughs> and she's got a guy holding a fucking camera up oh, in no. my face saying oh my gosh, we just got here what's going on? And oh, I geez. didn't even know what the fuck was going on. It was only like like mind you, it's like 20 minutes into this yeah. whole thing. So I have a woman with a microphone, and a guy behind her holding a camera while I'm holding this big fucking white dog with <laughs> diarrhea shit all over his ass and all over his tail. Did it get on you? No, I don't think... I, it <laughs> wow, might, it that's might impressive. Have. It might have. I don't, that's impressive. I, okay, just Yeah. It. And this woman, she was like, what's going on? And I... I think at the time, the only thing that came out was, like, I want to fucking kill myself. I want to fucking die.
1: Yeah. I want to die.
2: This is the worst that I'm having to deal with. Dealing with this stupid, fucking dog. I would say it was probably one of the worst days of my life.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then finally, the fire department showed up to help put the house out. So... And they had to spray down all of the fucking tile that I had just put in to the house. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Then the alarm company fucking gave me a call <laughs> after the fact, too. Jeez. Oh, hey, uh, we uh, saw that you had a fire. It's like, dude, it, it was after they had already <sighs> put the fire Good, out. To
1: add insult to injury. Yeah.
2: They gave me Gosh. a call. No, they were like, hey, we got a uh, notification that your house is on fire. I'm like, well.
1: Yep. A little too late.
2: Yeah.
0: You're right. So, how did it start?
2: So, they had a fire investiga- uh, investigator come out, and that kind of, like, prompted my um desire to want to work in the fire industry mm-hmm. because this dude, like, showed up in fire boots and, like, khakis and like a nice tucked in shirt
1: yeah
2: it was like oh, i make my own hours i do whatever i want you know like <laughs> yeah whenever there's a house fire i go out there and take some photos and and you know give them <laughs> give him my uh uh my unbiased opinion as to what produced it
1: you know <laughs>
2: yeah i make tons of money and i was like oh that's fucking sweet man so i yeah. went out there and he said <laughs> he, yeah he yeah. said that he was like he said it looked like somebody might have flicked a cigarette over the over the fence Mm-hmm. and hit our, um, we had like a, a trash can that mm-hmm. had a ton of um, compost Compost in it. Oh, no. That it might have caught it. He also <laughs> said that it was either that or it was bad of wiring um, for the oven. Mm. So it was kind of inconclusive. Yeah. There was a part of me that kind of thought that maybe I might have started it too. Like on accident mm-hmm. because i had dumped uh, um, the remnants of a barbecue
1: oh like
2: the cold coals or whatever in there yeah but he kept reassuring me that that wasn't the that's not what caused it but like
1: it so still probably still like bothers you like the, yeah the I don't know, like there that was yeah that's probably why you're extra cautious about stuff yeah, like that yeah i am
2: super cautious about all yeah. that stuff
1: well it's understandable in either way like well having get a house fire it.
2: fucking sucks Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: I haven't had a house fire, but
2: it I would imagine that it your would... your entire house up. Yeah, like we ended up moving after that. Mm-hmm. So, we, we had that house, and that was like, you know, it was a big investment. It was... At the time, it was a very expensive house. hmm And, you know, we're, I was kind of hoping that that was going to be like the family house type thing. Because it was in a cul-de-sac, had a nice yard, had a nice view of the mountains. And... uh want to say it was a three bedroom it was a three bedroom three bath and I was like man this is a good house to have out in Colorado but I you know after that house fire it you walk in and it just immediately would hit your lungs yeah even after the cleaning company and that was one thing like I don't I don't know if you guys do um shout outs or any to anything but
1: no, i don't, I don't have out? any non what is I don't it? Have a uh, with the shouting out
2: <laughs> uh american red cross they oh. fucking i mean no shit as soon as you know the fire department showed up as soon as the fire was out they had a rep from the american red cross come out mm-hmm. and he was like hey we heard you had a fire you can't go back in there let's hook you up with a hotel Oh, I can't geez. imagine
0: having fucking Murdoch in a hotel no. room. He was
2: actually really good, except for the fact that he shit in the hotel room. Oh yeah, like four fucking times.
0: God, what is wrong with his guts? I don't he he
1: seems like I think he just like probably got super stressed out once he realized like something was wrong. Well, we
2: were you know? also in like the beginning of pro- process of trying to figure out what was wrong with Murdoch because he's such a unique dog.
0: Mm-hmm. But, unique. Unique, wow. as,
2: not
1: as cool. as because no one can ever really explain like why he has just like sudden random bouts of explosive diarrhea. Diarrhea,
0: yeah. He's Megan's kindred spirit. What I'm saying, but
1: like, yeah, I'm sure that like situation though made him probably like nervous once he realized like something was wrong. Well, you know? the funniest
2: the funniest part with him too was like when he uh, so like my ex wife had gotten like a sucker from like a friend <laughs> of theirs and the sucker was like it was like a thc sucker or whatever the, like a weed sucker mm. and she stuck it underneath the um like underneath the sink in the bathroom and from what Why? like what from, i don't i don't it was like it was like in a cabinet thing okay um but from what I remember, it was like, oh, yeah, all you need is like to suck that fucker like five or six times and you're fucked up. And I remember we came home from getting dinner and Murdoch was in the corner like shaking. Oh. And it was all we found was the wrapper. So he ate the entire fucking sucker and it was like a big thing like that. And he ate the entire thing and was completely high off of his ass.
1: Yeah.
2: You want me to talk about shitting my pants?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We um, we all love a good shitting your pants story. Do you mean like how you did it yesterday or you mean a different story? <laughs> I
2: straight did it yesterday. <laughs>
0: They know how you did it yesterday.
2: I had some real <laughs> loose butthole yesterday. I, it wasn't really much of anything to talk about. I, I was,
0: had it today, and I, <sighs> I experienced something that I don't like. Do you guys ever have a diarrhea where it's like it's it's gone, but your body, it's like a, a diarrhea dry heave. You're like... Your oh yeah, body's still like spasming, like trying to like push something out, but there's nothing else in there. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah I've had that. That's just baby shit. Yeah. I have that shit all the time. I know.
1: That's, that's it's like, like what? Uh, that's for like me. every
0: day. That's a normal <laughs> like thing. Five, oh six God, times. Oh my are a day? you a diarrhea diva too?
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't know. We had so many. Okay. Well, what was your what's your favorite shitting your pants story? Number one. <laughs> well, okay. What was the worst? What was the most public one? Most shameful one. Most uncomfortable one.
2: I don't know. I'm one of those one of those guys that like. At the moment, I'm pretty embarrassed. But then after the fact, I just don't give a fuck. Like I'm never gonna see those people ever again. I know. but um,
0: For a normal person, would a normal person be embarrassed?
2: I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure some of the the shitting experiences that I've had probably need counseling afterwards.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <Like, laughs> Megan too.
2: Bagram was a good one. Uh, so <laughs> Bagram was a massive base over in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and uh, anytime that you were heading back out to the states or heading back to anywhere, um, you had to go through Bagram. Bagram was like the big international, like airport, mm-hmm. and um, I remember I was on mid tour leave. So it was my first deployment and what mid tour leave is, is, you know, you essentially kind of spring break. Yeah. It's like a spring break. You pick a time Mm -hmm. that is available to you, um, to go back home. So I fly into Bagram to wait for another flight, a commercial flight to fly back home to the States. Um, and in Bagram, they have uh, a USO right outside of the airport, where the, the airport, or the, what, the base is What's a USO? Um, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's like a, it's like a community building type thing like you they've got like tvs and
1: yeah
2: and you know relaxing chairs and Mm -hmm. and you know you can get on the internet and stuff there they have like computers to do like calls and they had and they had a a little coffee place in it Mm -hmm. and the one that was outside of or the one that was in bagram was called the pat tillman uso Mm. and it was named after pat tillman the uh united states army ranger who was at one time an an, an nfl player
1: yeah i thought that but
2: beautiful man yeah by the way beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i'm cr- i crush hard on on, pa- on pat tillman yeah good man he had this like amazing contract to you know for millions of dollars and then 9-11 hit and he was like fuck that I'm going to become a United States Ranger and fucking, you know, kill shit and do stuff. And so that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And he unfortunately was uh, killed over in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And so they named that, um, I think he was with the Cardinals. Yeah. With sounds the Car- Cardinal, sounds uh, NFL team, the Cardinals. Yeah,
1: because that would be the Arizona kernels, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That and I would have known about, about... Yeah, yeah. that's why. Beautiful probably.
2: hair, too. Huh. He had long, have hair. long beautiful hair.
1: I can't hair. get a right now, but yeah. yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, when he... So they named that uh, USO after uh-huh. him. And the thing was is that the it kind of looked like a log cabin. Oh, wow. On the inside of it, it looked, yeah. looked very... Um, Rustic. Like yeah, rustic. It had a huge fucking like entertainment area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember the bathrooms had um like pinups.
1: Oh, on, interesting! On,
2: on the st- in the stalls, like
1: old classic pinups. No, or like ones? just like well, I would what think like that? '80s or '90s. So uh, furry, furry bush and like,
2: skinny yeah, bodies, yeah, yeah, like
1: high waist bikini? yeah, yeah, yeah. Grunge. on the
2: inside, of, <laughs> on the inside of the um, uh, the stalls.
1: Nirvana? Yeah, no,
2: it was. Just, it looked like it was just a bunch
1: of,
2: <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of titties and
1: and, uh, nice. and sun Were they tan? Were they pale? Were they no, eyeliner? they were very tanned.
2: Th- but the bang. ironic thing was <laughs> that their tan line uh-huh. is not where their bikini oh, line was Oh, they have so to show
1: that they sometimes wear a one low, that's way more it's provocative. Up. Yeah. Up, up
2: over here. Yeah, you know. but you get
1: the idea. You can fantasize about the yeah. different places. Or vice trichinius. versa or whatever. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right, we get it. <laughs>
0: Is this relevant
2: to the story? <laughs> sure.
1: It's about Pat Tillman, okay? Okay. And he was a great man. <laughs> he was a great man. And he had a great hair. So yeah,
2: he had beautiful hair. <laughs> beautiful hair. Pat. Beautiful hair. Um, so, uh, I got to I got to Bagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hanging out at I'm hanging out at the Pat Tillman, okay. And I I can't remember what the time frame was like for my flight. You know, it was like five or six hour layover. Yeah. You know, over there. So you're supposed. To, so what really happens is you. You go in and they tell you really when your flight is going to be, and it can be really any time. Yeah. Except to hang out, you just, chill, you or or not. Have, yeah. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that I. Had a shit? Like, yeah, I had a shit. All the MREs that mm-hmm. I had been eating, which are Explain the. Explain what an MRE is. Uh, meal ready to eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Um,
0: a meal packet.
2: Yeah, they're like a big package a of a
0: vacuum sealed
2: Yeah. Yeah. Diarrhea machine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> okay. Nice. Either, nice combination. They,
2: they either make you shit uncontrollably or they stuff you up.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh for weeks on end. Yeah. Where you won't shit for like a week or two. Uh depending on whether or not you eat the package is it supposed cheese? to make
1: you like function better
2: <laughs> i mean yeah i in, in a way <laughs> like, i guess how well the, the less amount of time that you're shitting is the more time that you can pull security yeah so, <laughs> so
1: they just be, they, like figure it out though like because suddenly you are gonna have to shit so yeah
2: so and when you do shit it's, it's like it's a nightmarish re, it's horrible so i needed to shit mm-hmm. i went into the pat tillman to go use the bathroom but it was all out of toilet paper. Yeah. So, I thought to myself, well, there outside of it right next to the airport was like a line of 11 I think porta-shitters, mm-hmm. which are, you know, latrines or portable like a porta-potty. Toilets. Yeah, a porta-potty. There was 11 of them sitting out there. So, I pulled my pants up and because I was in the midst of pushing. Yeah. But didn't, you know, climax out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, because
0: you saw there was no toilet paper. Because
2: I saw there was no toilet paper. Gotcha. So I got up yeah. and duck waddled all the way over outside to where the other 11 porta shitters were at. Yeah. And I went stall to stall. Yeah. And every stall I went to had no toilet paper.
1: Oh, oh no. no.
2: And like I said, there was 11 of them yeah. out there. So I got to the last one, and it had no toilet paper in it. So I, at this point, I just needed to let loose, so I let loose. Uh-huh. And I shit everywhere in that toilet, or in that porta shitter Oh, no. There was really not much that I could do about it. I had a flight number, and they set it over the fucking intercom thing. Yeah. Was, that was my flight. So I proceeded to pull my boots off and wipe my ass with my socks. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> You've been there? <laughs> yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I wiped my ass the best that yes. I could with my socks and threw my socks in there and ran to the line to get onto this flight because I wanted to get off, you know, get on and get the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah.
2: So I flew... From, I think it was like 12 or 14 hours or something like that is what the flight came out to be. Might have been longer than that, to be honest with you. Probably like 16 or 18. Uh, from Afghanistan back to the States with no socks. <laughs> and I ended up uh, going into the um, the bathroom and I tried using some of the hand wash. To wash my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I had shit everywhere. There was, yeah. Like, it was not a little bit of shit. It, there was shit everywhere. Yeah. To the point that I had to untie my boots. Mm. So, okay. So, if you can imagine this. Like, my pants are tucked into my boots. Right. Okay. <laughs> my shirt is tucked into my pants. Right. And I have my top zipped up. I had to unzip my top. Put my top on one of the hangers, untuck my shirt, untie my boots. I wasn't wearing socks because I used both of my socks to wipe my ass. Uh huh. And then take my pants off. In an airplane bathroom? In an airplane bathroom to then pull my underwear off because it smelt like shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you get and, rid of your underwear? Huh? Did you get rid of your underwear? I
2: threw my underwear in the little <laughs> okay. trash can that's in the oh, no. in the uh, commercial yeah. airplane thing
1: Bathrooms.
2: bathroom to then wash my shitty balls <laughs> and shitty asshole and shitty butt cheeks with paper towels,
0: oh.
2: the hand towels, and soap. And water.
0: such a long flight to feel that disgusting. I could
2: smell myself as soon as I saw it I could
0: (laughs) smell you. Yeah.
2: I didn't give a fuck. I was a hero. I was an American hero. A
0: (laughs) shitty, hero. American
1: hero. Well,
0: you know, that's to be expected. People have to be realistic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> is it to be expected you guys look at me like I'm a, an absolute freak that I don't shit my pants all the time I know yeah. but a lot of people shit their pants though
2: well see the thing the one the <laughs> one benefit was is the smell of my stinky feet kind of superseded oh, the oh smell of shit yeah. on my uh, ass cheek yeah. because I was not wearing socks and I was wearing stinky boots yeah. and then my feet started sweating on the flight yeah
1: yeah Yeah. well it was bad i'm sure that the people sitting next to you though like actually probably it may have made them like maybe in like whoever was sitting next to you that may not who knows maybe they smell like shit too like you don't (laughs) even know because you i can't i can't
2: remember if we stopped anywhere yeah because i remember the flight was pretty uh vacant
0: Mm, There wasn't
2: many people on there, and it was like a jumbo jet, like a motherfucker, like a 747 or whatever they are, 757.
1: All I know is that I feel like at some point, and maybe some people have had a larger span during their lifetime of not smelling like shit or shitting themselves or having like any of those mishaps or whatever, but I feel like there comes a time in everyone's life, I could be wrong, Um well, I mean, I'm sure, like, even when you're a baby, but in someone's life, they have to have shit themselves. Like, I feel like even the people that don't shit themselves for, like, 40 years, and they think that they've somehow or another, like, missed,
0: mm-hmm. like, they,
1: like, got, got away scot-free, that mm-hmm. eventually those are the people that are going to be shitting mm-hmm. themselves galore. Yeah, I think it's like... When you're 80 or. Mm. Oh, I
0: you think know. Like it's gonna be like, catch it's up gonna, to you're me. You're
1: eventually some. Well, not just you, but anybody that's ever. At uh, some point, I feel like people will be like, "Oh, that's what that person was talking about." Well, the it.
2: thing. The other thing is, is that like over on big bases like that, they have like the equivalent of a Starbucks mm-hmm. on them, and I, I want to call. I want to say it's Green Bean. Oh. Is the name of the coffee oh. place that's like specific to military bases and they have a thing called a Moab,
1: Mm. which is like (laughs) the
2: mother of all (laughs) brews or whatever I think is what it is. Oh, And it is like fucking four espresso shots. Uh And, you know, and when you have been depleted of like caffeine outside of you know, fucking tiny energy drinks like that mm-hmm. and coffee that your love loved ones send you or the coffee packets that are in fucking the MREs and shit. And mm-hmm. you
0: love coffee. I
2: love coffee. Going to um, a big base that has that, you know, coming from a small little fucking outpost yeah. out in the middle of butt fuck Afghanistan... You go, you know, you get real stupid with it. You mm-hmm. go full dumb with it, <laughs> yeah. and I went full dumb with it plenty of times. Yeah. And after taking like a sniff, just a little, like that. Yeah. You know, it immediately makes you want to shit your pants. <laughs> like huh. you just you lose all fucking control whatsoever. Your heart is racing. You feel like you're about to have a fucking heart attack. Oh <laughs> gosh! And fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: that sounds great.
2: You know, going to a shopette that has you know <laughs> infinite amounts of chewing tobacco and cigarettes and stuff, and it's like. I need to fucking load up. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I I left with an empty duffel bag just to fill it up full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Uh-huh. I get that we would do the same thing. Yeah. for Sure. Probably. And they fucking the they
2: they like jack the prices up too because they know that there's oh. a bunch of you know dickhead infantry guys fucking just you know crazy. leaving an outpost dying they're like man dude i could really go for another tan t-shirt because <laughs> all my other tan t-shirts are covered in fucking chicken shit and mm-hmm. yeah and you know falling apart and stained with my sweat and stuff yeah so you'll get a fucking tan t-shirt for like 23 bucks it's like fuck dude it's a t-shirt you No, know, i stripped this shit up and cleaned my weapon with it
0: Could wipe your ass with
2: it. Yeah, I could have. Needed to. No, well, see, that was the thing. Is I thought about that too. I thought about crop topping myself. Uh huh. Because I have done that before, where I like, I need to shit Uh and didn't have any toilet paper. So So I would pull out my fucking Gerber knife Uh and cut the entire bottom part of my shirt. So
0: just your little belly button was hanging out.
2: Because your fucking sergeant major can't fucking see that shit. He sees yeah. your shirt like this, you know.
0: Yeah, that's smart. Explain, wait. Okay, What's that? Okay. Explain what? Nothing.
2: Yeah. You have a uniform. You have, you know, a uniform you're supposed to be you wearing. You can't
0: have a belly shirt on in the military is basically what you're saying. Yeah, well, but no, he, you, he went if, for the belly shirt. Oh.
2: Yeah, so went, it'd be like correct. if I was wearing this, you know, like a normal button-up or whatever, and then cutting this shirt up shirt. up to, like, right here okay. to use that lower part. Which I've done that to clean weapons and stuff before. And I've done that for, you know, having to shit out in Afghanistan uh. before, too. There was a time before the... I think what they call them now is the combat shirt, mm-hmm. which is like a... Um, I want to say it was probably created by... um line guys you know guys at the front What's line, the line? Oh, the like front guys line? At, yeah okay. um as a means to lessen the amount of suck you know that mm. you'd have to endure wearing a oh, okay. full wearing a full uniform and then wearing a you know bulletproof vest on top of wearing you know your uh, okay
1: so the front of the line guys have to wear more no, no I, or less.
2: No, they wear, wear the same thing yeah. for the most part, but they have to wear it longer. Oh, okay. You know, as opposed to guys that get to go back to like nice bases and stuff, they can take all that shit off once they get into their hooch.
1: Oh, gotcha. But
2: like, for guys that are stuck up on top of a fucking mountaintop mm-hmm. or sitting out in a trench somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, out in 104 degree weather. Yeah that have to wear it for 18, 19 hours straight, you know, before they can get some kind of relief for an hour or two before they have to go right back to another 19-hour shift. Yeah. Um,
1: How do you even stay hydrated, like, during that amount water, of time? Water, drink water. You, yeah, but that just seems like so much. Yeah. They force them to drink water, don't yeah. they? Well, but yeah. it's readily mm. available, though, right? Like, okay, no. well, that's good. Water? No. Oh, I, I mean, like,
2: I, yeah, I've been at... I've been at places where water was not readily available. So you just like ration your
1: water, yep. Like what you expected, the time length that you expected mm. to be somewhere available. Yeah, if you go
2: to if you go to like a big base or whatever, you'll see like dudes fucking pounding water. Yeah. Just to prepare for whenever they're gone for like you know a day or two.
1: Yeah, but that's crazy though. Like pounding water, like because you you're. You, if you, I feel like if you pound water, you have to like kind of like urinate more, and then you go somewhere where the water's not readily available. It just seems like you would dehydrate quickly, and all that gear and stuff. Like you'd just be sitting there like in a in a mini, like sweat lodge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just gotta hydrate to dominate. Yeah. Hydrate when you. I've drank
2: fucking extremely yeah. hot water before that had sat in the sun. Like it's not. Cool, refreshing, whatsoever. It's yeah. like Drinking fucking hot bath water—it sucks. It's not fun. Yeah. And then you know.
0: Just whatever you have. you, can't raise you can. Your hand and be like, I'm sorry, I'm thirsty. I know, mm-hmm. but I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it, of like
1: most people, though. Like that's no, just like so yeah, usually, like body's so an amazing thing that it can survive. Yes. In certain Usually, so usually or situations. how it goes is like,
2: like depending on however long you're gonna ha- you're gonna be out. You've got a 24-hour pack. Forty or well, it's no, it's a forty-eight hour. I think is what the assault pack, uh, which is like a medium size thing. You know, it's like a two to three day,
1: like a water bag, backpack.
2: Back, backpack that you have, and then yeah. you have your rucksack, which is right. You know, you're looking more alongside like a week. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you fill that fucker with water. Yeah. You've got. Tons and tons of water, and how mm-hmm. like I personally used to do it is I would stuff water bottles in there. So every water bottle, if you ever look at, you know, it, there's you know that much, you know. And for those who can't see, I'm holding a, up about a two inch difference between my fingers of where there's just air space in a mm-hmm. bottle. Mm-hmm. So I would s- crack the the cap. Mm-hmm. And then squeeze the bottle to Mm -hmm. where the water would hit to the very top of the, the, um, or the water would hit the very top of the, the bottle. Yeah. And then twist Mm -hmm. and then duct tape or I can't remember what it's called, like hundred mile per hour tape or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like a, it's like duct it's pretty much duct tape, the cap. So mm-hmm. that there's no way that that cap is gonna loosen up and spill water into my shit. But it
0: would give you just a little bit B- more space. Give me a
2: little bit more, a little bit more space. And if you did four of those, mm-hmm. you have enough space for a fifth one in between that gap.
0: Yeah, nice. And so
2: it put like it would make a spot like this yeah. big, you know, the size of a basketball mm-hmm. or a volleyball or, or you know, in your bag yeah. with five things of water. Right that's and for so so that, resourceful. yeah and you you would do stuff like that, yeah, you know, and you'd have guys that like would you know you have your camel back too, which was you know the little backpack that yeah. you had that had water in it and and fill that thing up, but you would yeah, water was like water and ammo are the two number one priorities, yeah. that you always have to make sure you had because you can't you can't fulfill a mission without. One of them. You have to have both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I've drank fucking hot Gatorade. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Hot water. You know, it's been sitting out in 114 fucking degree weather. Yeah. Makes me feel uh, a lot better that I went to Afghanistan as opposed to going to like Kuwait. You know, during Desert Storm and shit. Like those guys definitely... Yeah. Have to deal with a lot of, a lot of shit. Yeah, I lost a lot
1: of weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just, I mean, like my like only close, you know, relation to the idea of that is just like watching the show Survivor. <laughs> like, you know,
2: <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. It's like, but you know, you're you're sitting out there, and it's not like yeah, you, there's no like break time. Mm-hmm. You know, you eat when whenever you can eat. That's that's kind of one yeah. of the the Greatest things is having those big cargo pockets is that you can throw like crackers, yeah, and throw like little snacks in there (laughs) Uh that you know while you're taking a knee, looking out and stuff. You can grab something out and eat it, yeah, and then chug some water or do whatever you're gonna do. Right, but yeah, it's it's a it's a eye-opening experience pushing your body and pushing yourself to like mm-hmm. the the point of dehydration you know yeah and pushing yourself to the point of like
1: where it's like becomes like you're not use utilizing your resources appropriately yeah. you're just like going to desperation there have been
2: plenty of times where i've sat there and i could feel my body dying
1: mm-hmm. oh, my God.
2: like i could i felt like my body was giving up yeah And my brain and my will to -hmm. keep moving forward was not in align with what my body was willing to do. Right. And that was, like, those were some of the scarier points where it was, like, I had voices in my head telling me, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Keep moving. Mm -hmm. Keep moving. You know, and you can feel your legs just buckling out. Mm. You can feel tingles in your toes or you couldn't feel your toes at all Mm -hmm. and depending on whatever the the weather you know was was doing you know like if it was fucking freezing cold out and you've stopped shivering Mm -hmm. you know and you're sitting in three feet of snow on top of a a mountain that's a part of the you know the fucking cush mountains
0: yeah and you're just
2: sitting there like
0: Afghanistan.
2: Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, you you stop shivering, you pissed your pants, you know, an hour ago.
0: Yeah,
2: and you can't even feel your th- inner thighs anymore. Like right. <laughs> but,
0: uh, I'm such a wuss.
2: <laughs> well, but, but the thing is, is that like when you you know when you realize that there's no out, you know when you realize there's no like. Hey, Sergeant. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like it is like that motherfucker doesn't want to do it anymore. Like he doesn't want to do it. Like nobody around you wants to do it. Yeah. And there's a
1: point. Do you have a Cliff Bar? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like I fucking hate Cliff Bars. I've eaten so many of those fucking things. Yeah. Like you get to the point where you realize, I don't know. It's like.
0: You have a choice, so suck it up and.
2: Yeah, it's like when every when you know everybody yell everybody is mm-hmm. is angry. Mm-hmm. Everybody is upset that they're having to do something, right? You know, and there's a point where like, bitching doesn't like make a difference. Right, and or so, if it does make yeah. a difference,
1: it's like not a positive one.
2: Yeah, like every everybody everybody is to that point where you know you're just like, you were so miserably upset mm-hmm. that. You don't want to say anything because, you, uh, again, you don't want to be that guy either. Yeah. You don't want to be that person to say something because, yeah.
0: Yeah, you, duh. They all
2: nobody nobody yeah. is like, oh, this is a fucking great vacation, you know.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know. One thing that I, I really love about you is all the pictures of you from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's like a group of people, they're all like, super Going boo-boo oh, face. Oh, super boo-boo face because, I mean, yeah, it fucking sucks. And you're the only person in every group with, like, a huge smile on your face. Yeah.
2: I, I developed a, a thing early on that, like, I don't know, I started, like, enjoying the suffering. Like, if that makes sense. I just kept thinking, I was like, dude, in my mind, I was like, this can't get any worse. Mm-hmm. And then it would get worse, it was like... Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Fucking yes! You know, like hell yeah, man, bring it. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Yeah. You know, it was like, man, I can't believe that the that that this is getting worse and worse
0: by the minute.
1: You yeah. know, yeah.
0: but it spilled over into like you know our life for mm-hmm. sure. Just handling anything, anything that shitty and terrible that happens, we're just like, well.
2: Yeah. All right. I've died laughing so many times with so many different situations (laughs) that I've dealt with. Like, man, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Really? This is what you're gonna throw at me? Okay, fucking bring it on, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've I've got a a very big like fuck you, type, mentality when it comes to like shitty shitty situations. Like I've been in some real asshole shitty situations, and I have dealt with that with a lot of other guys, and. I don't know. It's just like it that is like the one benefit of, of the military that I will say. You know, it, it helped me understand that like things can be so much worse. Yep. And when they are that much worse, you've gotta expect it to get even worse than that. You know, and when it happens, it's just like, you know, whatever. Go whatever. with the flow. Go with it. Okay. Shit! 550. I gotta go grab my phone.
0: Okay, well, bye. Thanks. Thank Here. you. Being here.
2: That was, um.
0: Like, plenty of other stories. Well, Patrick had to run out. Uh, suddenly. Um, not because of shooting his pants. <laughs> not due to shooting his pants, <laughs> yeah. but he had something else to do. But, um, anyway, we uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on all the social mediums. We're uh, we're in our Facebook group a lot, chatting it up and posting vids and pics and shit (laughs) um it's just called the worst day of my life uh if you have an email to send us fuck we haven't read an email in a long time next episode we're gonna read some emails i promise you guys but if you have some to send us in the meantime um you can send those to us at uh the worst day podcast at gmail.com um just tell us about the worst day of your life uh it, um, just remember that it could always be worse. You could be in the fucking military in yeah. Afghanistan right now. Just don't worry about it. It's not that bad. And, uh, we'll see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye bye.